Hello, you're tuning in to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by Aunt G. Yelp. And Stephen Dagliaco. As always, I almost forgot it. For yeah. the first time, the people have seen our faces if they're on the YouTube. Yeah. I'm sorry. For the first yeah. time, the YouTube <laughs> is not just still images. Yes. Yeah. I don't like it. The it's a brave new world. They've spoken. They want to see us. Did they? No. No one asked for no, this. No, not a single soul. They're, but they're getting it. Yeah. You got it, whether you want it or not. I don't want this. This is a bad idea. Really? Yeah, I think we're going to turn off everybody now. They're, they're see tuning us. out <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> 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 vomiting. Violently. We're not something anybody wants to look at. No? So, wow, you're, Steve, you're, you're well, Steve's so, delectable. Steve's fucking beautiful. <laughs> you're so <laughs> confident. You ooze confidence. You Dude, know I'm not at all. <laughs> He's just Italian. He's just greasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not ooze. It's not confidence ooze. Oh, it's not ooze. It's oil. Sweat. It's oil, oil from, from just It's man. Meat. From meat. It's made from wood and coal for grilling. <laughs> you, you look Make like a nice you, mesquite. Can, uh, you could work in a coal mine. Yeah. I've been known to uh, cover myself in soot and speak like a cockney man. <laughs> I thought that was going in a different direction, and yeah. thank God you didn't go there. Oh, I, was, I was expecting How way rude. darker. How rude. Ah, that's a pun. So we're, <laughs> we're coming off the heels of Christmas. We're getting ready for the yeah. New Year's. Well, um, why don't we... Uh, I think we need to reintroduce ourselves to the audience, because I assume is, there's a new that's audience. The that's yeah, the intro. Yeah, but like, what is the show? What are they looking at? They don't know what the show is. You're talking like, oh, everybody knows this. No, this is a new thing. We've had a YouTube for quite some time. But nobody's seen it. The views mm. are like 12. Hey, one of them hit, <laughs> one of them hit 50. Yeah, yeah. So they heard This is reviewing history, camera, wherever you are. That, that one, one is, one is pointed, stars, pointed at me. This one's pointed at me? Yeah. Okay, we are reviewing history. We are a show, and we talk about movies and historical facts. Yeah. And it's fun. And yeah, and, keep it and some would say we crack jokes a lot. We crack, joke. we crack a couple crack of jokes. jokes. <laughs> we're a comedy history history podcast, but now we're a video cast. Ugh, is that a word? I hate. Is that, that a term? But um, we we're coming off the heels of a of a celebration. Mm-hmm. We had the uh, Aunt G nuptials. Yes, my second wedding. Your second my wedding. Second wedding because I've been married for only a year. only one wife though. Yeah, same wife, second wedding. Yeah, Two weddings. That's the type of guy. I have to rephrase that. One wasn't enough. Now this one, the other one was in the eyes of uh, the state. This yes. is the, in the eyes of the Lord. Yes, which is my dear. Some may differ on opinions on that. Yeah. But yes, this was in the church. How was that? I enjoyed it very much. You had fun? Yes. You were kind <laughs> you enough were to help out. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, filmed a little bit of the ceremony yes, and uh, the first nice dances. Brian, Brian offered to film my wedding. Yeah. And I said no, <laughs> and then he insisted, and he forced me to say yes. Did and you then, use the same cameras? Well, yes, he did. Um, one thing I would like to point out is that I hired a photographer for the wedding. Yeah, that was not Brian, and they had some comments. They hated me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They were confused. Yeah. They were like, "Who is this guy?" Because Brian set up cameras all over the place, and they, they were like. I thought we were doing this, and they apologized. And I'm gonna—I don't know if you're aware of what you did. They apologized <laughs> to my wife's sister for um, 
they, they wanted to let us know that the camera that was placed in the middle of the aisle blocking all of their photos and forcing us to walk around as we went down the aisle was not placed by them. It was, in fact, placed by you. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the way back, though, I believe. Yes. That was on the way out of the church. So... In my defense, I was not really given a rundown on what was going to happen. It's a wedding. People walk down the aisle, bro. I didn't know. I didn't know at what point. So I really tried it's, to do my best. It literally walk down the aisle is a common phrase. We had to step around a tripod. I'm sorry, my free work wasn't uh, good enough for you every, guys. Every wedding I pre- photo. I appreciate it completely. It's I really do. Camera. All jokes aside, Brian did a wonderful job. But, well, you uh, don't know that yet. Well, no, I haven't seen any of the work, but I'm sure he did a great job. Brian knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's a competent man. Cut to the next episode. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. I and mean, we, we had a, a big laugh about it. Oh, okay, yeah, it was a good, good time. And if you saw the Instagram, that photo is actually from your wedding. Where we're traveling oh, through time. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. The, we revealed ourselves <laughs> on the Instagram about a month ago. Yeah. From what we said. It's actually like two days. Yeah. But, For us. Um, yeah. So here we are. New show. New year. Mm-hmm. Well, before we dive into the meat of the show, there's one other thing I'd like to address. Oh, please. I had a bit of an incident at your wedding. You did? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Brian came up to me and he was angry. And I was a little tipsy. My wedding, I'm allowed. Yeah. <laughs> and go ahead. You, it's your story. So there's a photo booth at your wedding in yes. like the back corner of the room. Yes, partners in sound. <laughs> they did a Staten good job. Staten Island State. Staten Island's own. They did good. So me and my wife walk over. She wants to take a f- picture in the photo booth. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime we're at a wedding or one of these events, you got to get a picture in the photo Wacky booth. Wacky photo. Just has to happen. Oh, there's so many now. So if anybody who doesn't know, it's like they put up a curtain and people put on wacky hats. Yeah. And they go like, Signs oh. and stuff like that. Yeah, just silly, goofy fun. I'm sure people know oh, yeah. what it is. I get to do visual things. I can do this. Yeah, exactly. You can now they're going to know why we're always like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, I thought of that. Um, anybody who listens to the show might know that. Uh, I, I notice often, your hands are down I now. often get, I'm, dude. Like this is weird. I am not used to being on camera. I don't like it at all, and I know I look terrible. So like I'm just, but I'll get used to it. I'm sure. Yeah. But um, Brian always calls me out when I fucking am doing weird things with my arms that I have no control over. So that's I mean, gonna you be do visual. Have now. control over them. So you say. That's what you think. <laughs> He's Italian. We have no control over this. Yeah. I've knocked over so many glasses just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> anyway, so I'm online mm-hmm. to with my wife to go to the photo booth, and this guy comes over to us, to me and my wife, and he goes, you're ready to use the A phone. guest. A random man. I don't know who he is. And mm-hmm. he says, you're going to use the photo booth? And we're like, yeah. He said, I own the photo booth. It's my company. Oh, so he's and I'm like, oh, guys. cool. He's, That's- he's a partner in sound. I'm like, cool, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. He goes, nah, I'm kidding with you. I go, oh, you got me. Like, this is weird. Okay. T- like, Quality comedy. Like, I don't know what, you know, okay. Was that aggressive? Was he aggressive? It was like, I got you. It was comedy you know? in the water. It was like if someone said, what's that on your shirt? And then they flicked up your nose. <laughs> uh, they gave but you a Hertz donut. Basically. <laughs> but I don't see how I'm an asshole here 
to start because if someone comes over to you and says, this is my company why at a wedding. You, why would you think they're lying? Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay, like, what do you gain? Yeah. So then he does another innocuous lie, and I'm like, I believe him. And he goes, nah. He tricks you again. With something equally similar. Is this Loki? <laughs> yeah. Did you meet the trickster? <laughs> so he is a bit of a trickster. So now me and my wife are a little staggered. And this is while you're taking a photo. This is right before, like we're online. Okay. So my wife is a little in front of me. I'm a little in back. And the drunk guy is next to me. Oh, he's drunk. He's a little inebriated, I think. Mm -hmm. And he's, you're not a drinker. I don't drink. Right. Neither does your wife. No. So you got some. She's also pregnant. She can't. This is true. Some right. stone sober people. Yeah. Getting and, harassed. And and he and you know I'm humoring him. Did like, he get in your photo? No. No, that would have been great though. <laughs> <laughs> if I did, I'd show you him. Yeah. yeah. So so we're there, and then he says to me, I'm going to grab that girl's breast, and he points at my wife. Oh. Now. That's inappropriate. Slightly. I'm in a weird situation <laughs> because. <laughs> Perhaps more than that. <laughs> I figure the best course of action in this scenario is to just ignore it and let it go. But okay. that's not you. This is not what I wanted to do. Well, he came over to me and he was like, some guy <laughs> said some fucked up shit about my wife. And I'm like, who? And he's like, I don't know. But he looked like a short guy with a bald head. <laughs> so now I'm walking around trying to figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I didn't want, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want. Why'd you say it? Because everyone, like, I had told other people, I didn't want you to know, and, like, you know. Didn't want you to be the last to find right. out that he might have fucked someone up at your wedding. <laughs> so then, so then this part, my wife doesn't hear that, right? Uh -huh. And I, I ignore it, and he goes away, and we do our picture. You didn't say anything to that. You were just silent. I just, like, I had a pissed off look on you my face. You didn't want to cause a scene. Because here's my, like, the way I view things. Gut reaction has to be, I want to punch this guy. Yeah. I want to immediately challenge him to an altercation. A duel. And it's like. If you had pistols, you'd be pulling yeah. an Andrew Jackson. There's no, there's no, like, to me, it's like, there's no zero to 60, like, going slow. Uh, it's. <laughs> We're going like if I if I start this, it's a fight automatically. Like there's no other option. Uh, there's no way out. Exactly. I it's feel like, like uh, you could have just been like, "This is my wife," and he might have just been. Yeah, like, if you oh, said that's my wife, he would have backed down. He probably would have backed down. Yeah. See, once I say something, the path towards a fight <laughs> has been it's started. Set in stone. <laughs> because because I have to be ready at that point for him to say something like, I don't give a fuck, what are you going to do? Well, now you gotta fight. And now yeah, I now have to fight. fight. Right, yeah. Yeah. Which is why I chose not to go down the path. So you just ignored him. I just ignored him and, and put a mean mug. And then steamed. And, he, and he, he walked away. We take our picture, it's fine. I'm like, I'll tell Ann about this later. Yeah. So then we're sitting down, me and my wife. And I didn't I'm, realize it was more. Yeah. And I'm sitting on my phone, and I'm texting, and he comes over behind. Now, I didn't see this. My wife told me after that the guy came back, and he started talking to my wife. Really? Words and, were exchanged. Yeah. And I, I what did he say? At this point, I forget what they said, but it was him, like, flirting he with her. He was hitting more. on your wife. Yeah. That's, and my back was turned, and I didn't know this. And she told me right away. And I'm like, mm. I'm like, that's two. He was aware you were together, right? He, we're next to each other. We're in a photo booth. Yeah. You know? And now I'm like, okay. I wish I knew who this was. I'm like, the next time. It was your wedding. You figure you would. Dude, you, you've been to weddings. There's 100 I people. Know. You don't know who they are. <laughs> I'm like, if it happens again, 
I, I'm like forced now to like, I have to, I, if it happened, again, honor demands, if it happened yeah. again, I was going to come to you and be like, dude, I have to fight this guy. You, right. is this when you came up to me? Well, that's when I, I was already seething right. and like, yeah, well, when I, when he, when I ran into him and he said it to me, I was like, Brian is very upset right now. This is weird. But <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember what you said to me? Because I also was slightly happy if you can't tell from the pictures on Instagram. <laughs> mm. um, I remember vaguely you were you, you pulled me to the side and this was like outside the venue. It was like the doors to the venue. And I, I wanted to go to the bathroom and you're like, come here for a second. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I got a serious question to ask you. And I'm thinking it's going to be a joke. And he's like, would Ant get mad if I started a fight at his wedding? And I was like, to be honest, Brian, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's an interesting question. Now, but knowing if facts, I knew the facts, no, I, I know it has to. I know you'd be <laughs> mad immediately. Of course. Yeah. But if if oh it's a forgivable offense in the in the <laughs> so if we're where if you go out in the hallway I don't even care so if we're in the hall and he says that to my wife and I immediately escalate I'm like what the fuck you say inside the ballroom or what? inside the ballroom okay and he says that about my wife and I turn to him and I'm like Let's step outside I'm like what the fuck did you say mm -hmm. and I'm like and me and him go out we go out and fight you're fine with it yeah I got no problem at all in the ballroom we get into an altercation. In the war room, ten of us are kicking this that, guy. Yeah, that would be a bad scene. He might have joined. He's got to have friends, right? Kicking, yeah, maybe. I yeah. Not as much as us. It's going to be like, a gang. It was like twenty of us there. There's going to be sharks and jets. <laughs> <laughs> twenty of us. Do you there. think partners in sound Violent. would have the good like the good sense to put on that song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Or let's get they ready to rumble. They're the partners in sound. They're wonderful people. <laughs> Play <laughs> jock jams. Eye of the tiger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, so this all ended just because you didn't do anything. I chose not to do anything, mm -hmm. and it's been bothering you. It bothered me for a little bit, but ultimately, <laughs> I, I want to know what he said to your wife. I can't remember what he said the second time. Was it rude, or was it just like he was flirting? It was flirting. It, it wasn't, wasn't like I want to suck your fucking tits. <laughs> no, it wasn't a rude comment. Okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> not the second time. <laughs> He wasn't saying something like, you got a nice fucking ass. <laughs> why, why is he so aggressive in you? <laughs> well, he's drunk. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't saying something like, hey, that guy you're with, he's a real piece of shit. That one I'd be okay with. He's worthless. He's right. I don't like You'd him. Agree. He's right. I'd be like, you're right. <laughs> I, I, see, I'm just call him crazy, but he's got a point. He wasn't saying something like, you know, all that film work he does, it's not good. It stinks see, and he you isn't see how funny. he placed those cameras now in it's church? getting mean <laughs> <laughs> well I'm glad everything turned out for the best yeah I, uh, I tr thought I tried to act in your best interest I appreciate that and not ruin your wedding thank you by getting in a fight but you didn't act in the best interest of well, the story well he ruined the, the story by putting a fucking tripod in the middle <laughs> of my bride's aisle <laughs> The story of you fighting would have been better. It would have been a great story. Yeah. Been, one, for, one for the ages. One for the record. Because you know six people would have joined it and just stomped this guy out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you guys enjoy the party? Otherwise, I had fun. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was, wonderful. It. It was it a was, really good time. It was fun. I was dead it was by nice the hanging out with all our friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. Um, and, I, you know, we have our little table with just me yeah. and my wife. 
and you know, I feel like I, I missed out on probably some good conversation at the at the the cool table. No, nah, not as much as you think. No, <laughs> no. All right, good. I had a good time. I had a good time. Um, nice. but believe it or not, we talk about history on this show. We do eventually. Yeah, we yeah. Get there. It was on a little the, piece. The pick episodes we like to free flow a bit more. Yes. Yeah. But that was a little piece of history right there about. Yeah, it's personal history. Friend. Yeah. Um, Do you want to get started? The, the main premise of the show, if anybody doesn't know, is we talk about historical movies and analyze them. Today, we will not be doing that. Today no. is, we call it a pick episode, yes. where we each bring a random historical fact or person or whatever to the table, discuss it, and then at the end of the show, we will pick the next three movies we will watch and dissect. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we each brought something to the table, and me and Steve had a good idea that because it's January, it would be fun to make everything cold themed. Right. So we we tried it's the to we tried to make things cold themed for this um, episode. This slew of stories. Yeah. So every mm-hmm. all the picks today kind of have a theme. It doesn't happen all the time, but this time it does, and they're all cold cold things. things. Cold things. This was a weird one. Because yeah. Brian texted me and he said, pick something uh. cold. And I wasn't exactly <laughs> sure what that means. Did you mean emotionally? Is it like a John Frost poem? Yeah, wow. We didn't think that uh. we would go down that path. <laughs> that that, that could have backfired. <laughs> uh, who, no, we did a joke. Today? We did a oh, joke and joke? it was just like, well, well, tell us a joke, funny man. We have it to wait for the thing. payoff. Yeah, it was just a thing. Oh, And okay. you're going to find it out later. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a tease. That's so, a tease, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Ed, you could start. I go first? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I was told to pick something cold, and I decided to talk about the battle on the ice. Are you guys familiar with this? No, I know the miracle no. on ice. We did an episode on we that did. with ESPN's Greg Wyshynski. That's right. Oh, like from nice. the Check drop. out the back catalog, <laughs> nice guys. little name drop. Um, no, the battle on the ice. This is kind of, um, I guess you call it the birth of modern Russia. Okay. Yeah. So it's cold there. If anybody okay. doesn't know, this is the 13th century. Okay, who's the czar? Uh, there is no czar yet. This is before the czar. The czar. What was there before the czar? So you've heard of the Kievan Rus, I'm sure. Yes, yes, I have. So the Kievan Rus were a people. They were like Vikings, and they founded the city of Novgorod and uh, various other cities in the Ukraine region. And for a long time, they had a thriving civilization there until... Genghis Khan and the Mongols came uh, stampeding through the area. They did that to a lot of people. They did. Yeah. And one by one, the Rus cities fell to the Mongol hordes. This did not happen in Novgorod. The reason being is because the Mongols were very lenient. If cities decided before they had to sack them, they would surrender. So the people of Novgorod are the one Rus city that said, we give up. We're not even fighting. Before the fight even happened. So they were allowed to keep their republic and pay tribute to the Khan hmm. for uh, join or die. Yes, yeah. that's so much of forward. a better option for like all those people. Yeah. <laughs> so they just they saw what had happened in Moscow and places like that, and they were like, "No, we're not going to do this. It's over." We Are they cowards? Over. Some might say that, but uh, it preserved the civilization because if they if it didn't happen, you can look at a place like. Uh, Baghdad, you know, which was probably the greatest city on earth at the time. The Baghdad? Yeah, the Mongols burnt to ground and killed everybody there. And some people say that Islamic civilization has not recovered from that. From really? where they were. Okay. Yeah. Because they were to this day. Spread it was out like to the, the Mongols were so devastating yeah. that it was like 
we're not even at the level we were at. And as what, far as what actually like made them that devastating? Was it just like sheer numbers it's, or just it's tactics? numbers? It's tactics. The horse just archer everything? is so brutal and yeah. so good, and they nothing could stand against them. Damn. Until they kind of rotted away from within, like most dynasties do. When you get too big, yeah. You're not a fan of Kubla. Kubla's good, <laughs> but he's in China and he's not born yet. This is before that. Kublai Khan also at one point possessed um, Spunky and Rocco. That's right. In Rocco's yes, modern life. <laughs> so Novgorod is a republic. And it's got like a city council. And what they do is they elect a prince. Okay. And he becomes the ruler. Does he do the bat dance? The bat dance? I'm not familiar <laughs> with the bat dance. You don't know the bat dance? No, tell me about the bat dance. So you know 80s Batman, right? 80s Batman? like uh, 1980s. Like um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah. Yeah. So Prince did the soundtrack. Yeah. And he had a massive hit called The Bat Dance. Oh. Is it the one that's playing in the f the parade scene? It's in the movie at one point. I don't know. Or is it like when he's in the museum? How does it go? Shit? I don't know the fucking. Can you sing it? Uh, I'll pull up the lyrics, but. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play the song? Can we do The Bat Dance? Uh, oh, it's. um. I got a live one here. Ha ha ha. That sucks. This is, is way like, better. Ah. This, is a jerk. this is way better than the, than the actual Get soundtrack. Get the funk up, Batman. Get the funk up, Batman. I, I, you've, you've, I've probably heard this, but I can't tell from your singing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Bat Dance was like a big hit, and it was like a dance people were doing mm -hmm. at the time in the 80s. So when you mentioned Prince, I had to mention the Bat Dance. Right. Um... Great. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Novgorod. Uh, it is, uh, it's a republic, and they have the city council who elects the prince. And the prince they elect is a guy named Alexander Nevsky. Okay. And he is. He sounds, that's a nerdy name. Nevsky? Alexander Nevsky. Nevsky. That sounds like a guy that, like, you copy your math off of. Well, he's pretty badass. Okay. Um, you'll see why in a minute. The Russ are in a really bad position. Because to the east, you have the Mongols, Batu Khan, and his brutality, and they are now vassals of them. Is this, this is Genghis' son? It is his grandson. I thought Kubla was his grandson. He's got many grandsons. Okay. <laughs> I assume he has a, yeah, because it's- The Golden Horde. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard of that. Yes. Um, in the west- He did a lot of fucking- There is stuff happening. So the, the Rus- are really infatuated with the Byzantines, and they've adopted their church, the Eastern Orthodox Christian Church. In the West is the last remnants of European paganism. This is places like Estonia, Lithuania, the Baltic states. The Pope has launched a crusade. It's called the Northern Crusade. Okay. And German knights and Livonians have invaded the Baltic states and are in a brutal war putting down paganism, just killing everything. They're just killing the pagans in yes. the name of the church. And what happens is the Livonian Order, the Brotherhood of the Sword. That's a cool name. That's an awesome name. Yeah. <laughs> they get caught because they didn't want to, like, it's real swampy, and they didn't want to fight they on foot. They want swamp foot. ass. They, they want to fight on foot. So they wanted to wait till morning one day, and they put made camp. And in the middle of the night, the pagans came out of the woods and murdered all of them. 
Killed like everybody. I imagine pagans coming out of the woods is like the scariest thing. Like they have like dead deers on their yeah. head and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like chanting. It's all fun and games till the woods start speaking German. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? <laughs> um, Livonian order is destroyed. I'm sorry, no, the Brotherhood of the Sword is destroyed. They, what's left of them, join the Teutonic Order. These are German knights, and they will form eventually what will become Prussia. You've heard of that. Have you ever heard of the Prussian mm-hmm. Kissing Devil? No, what's that? Oh, the Prussian Kissing Devil mm-hmm. is a Tell em Steve Dave item oh. that Brian Quinn um, acquired. It's the skull of a dead Prussian man that was, like, bronzed, and it's a cursed item. And is it here in the shop? It is in the store. I'll when show you next to a cursed leave. item? Yeah. What's cur- how's if it you give money to it, it will grant your wishes. But if you take money from it, it fucking curses you and brings like bad shit upon you. Pay you. it for wishes? Yeah. Huh. Have you done this? I have. Holy shit, it actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize my, my Prussian wish came true. Wow. What? Yeah. What was the wish? Can you not well, say not if you say the wish, it breaks it? Right? Yeah, I'm not, so, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, say what it is. Say it. Yeah, we, I think we could kind of piece it together considering where we're sitting. There's some uh, good things that happen because yeah. of it. Okay. You need? Do you have a dollar on you? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it costs—a dollar for a wish. I don't know. Is there a minimum? How There's grand no minimum. are the wishes? <laughs> like, grand as you want it. Yeah. But try to keep it reasonable because you know <laughs> if it doesn't work. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. So yeah, the knights are uh, fighting the pagans, and they eventually start to win. Meanwhile, in Scandinavia, you might remember the Vikings. Who? They, yeah. Oh, there's the History Channel show about That's them, right. right. Ragnar Lothbrok. The football yeah. team. The Minnesota Vikings were mm. up there. They just beat the Jets this week. Did they? Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> not this week, technically. Yeah. No, they beat the Jets a month ago. A month from now. You um, predicted the future. <laughs> so the Vikings have conter- converted to Catholicism. They're done with the pagan shit. And they decide to, they're still raiding, and they invade the Rus lands. But were they raving? Yeah, they were hanging out under an underpass and doing a goth dance. <laughs> like that early night, their- yeah. that yeah. early video of the Viking in <laughs> the, 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 uh, the oh, techno dance. Yeah. The, Vi- the techno, techno Viking, Viking. And he had like an army of guys behind yeah. him as he danced down And he's street. pointing at people if they're not dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the Uga Chaka video. It's ancient internet it's, shit. Yeah, it's I don't so think old. I know this. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We're talking 15 oh years ago. Yeah. Okay. So the Vikings invade Rus lands, and Nevsky's like, nah, not having this. So he takes an army out of the city, meets them in battle, kicks the shit out of them, forces them to leave. Believe it or not, the city founders are mad at him about this because the Swedes and and Norwegians are their best customers as far as their trade uh, Mm. monopolies He fucked with the money. He fucked with the money. So they exile him. They force him out of the city, and he's forced to leave. Then the Pope who uh, is happy that the pagans have been put down on the Baltic states, decides to launch another crusade, this time on the Rus. Because a lot of crusading going on. They are heretics. They're the Eastern Orthodox Church. They do not bow to the Pope. So they... Do they have a Pope of their own? They have a pontiff, uh, like a supreme pontiff guy. Do they still have one? If they do, he's in Russia. I don't I don't really know to be Okay. To. Um, they invade now... And this is bad because unlike the Mongols, the Mongols don't really care what religion you are. They'll leave you alone. They're secular, right? Well, not they're not. They'll they adopt other people's shit. They have like this Tangrist 
fucking sky god that they all like. Is, mm-hmm. is this like? But wherever they go, they tend to adopt wherever they're at. Game of Thrones, almost like Alexander the Great, kind of, where he just like a lot of the ancient pagans were were okay with this because if you have mm-hmm. many gods, it's not a big deal if you just bring more. Just add one, yeah. another guy to the party. Um. The Catholics, on the other hand, are going to stomp out this shit. Yeah, they hate this. Right. So this is a problem. And now the city fathers are forced to beg Nevsky to come back. So he does. And he ends up fighting them back across their border. He fights the Catholics. He fights the Catholics. He beats them at first. He forces them. He takes a bunch of castles from them. Starts to invade their lands. He's pulling a Braveheart. He's pulling a Braveheart. He sacks York. He sacks York. <laughs> he can sack York. He can invade all Lower England. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it ends up being a bad move because he doesn't have the resources to do this. So they kind of bounce back fairly quickly and they start to push him back and they really hurt him. This all culminates on the Battle of the Ice, which is what Battle I Battle of the Ice. Okay. Yeah. I like the, the preamble, the backstory. Yes. So in April of 1242, on the frozen Lake Papas. Lake Papas. Lake Papas, which is right on the border between the Livonian states. You got to be a dad to go there. It's for the Papas. (laughs) The Rus principalities. It's right next to the Mamas. The Mamas and the Papas. Uh, They meet on this frozen lake. And if you can imagine. They play a hockey game? They did not. This is when hockey was invented. That's what they said. (laughs) With someone's severed head? Yeah. The German knights are heavily armored. Uh, It's the classic, you know, knight. Knight. He's cut, he's got the cross and the fucking the big armor helmet. He's got the the pike. What do you call it? The lance. The lance. The yeah. lance. So if you can imagine hundreds of these guys on horseback charging across the ice, I it's, imagine it's slippery. It is slippery. The uh, the Russ on the other hand have Mongol tactics on their side, and they have these horse archers. Ah. So what they do is they split the army. And they manage to outflank the knights in like a pincer movement and cut them down to pieces. And they annihilate the two. Just using their archers. Yes. They kill the knights. We got to kill the knights. They win the battle. that for a second. Okay, sure. Because um, I watched a video recently where Mm -hmm. they take uh, medieval armor and they take an ancient longbow and they're just shooting at the armor to see where it penetrates. Mm -hmm. You really have to be insanely accurate. accurate. Because the, the weak points are the differential between plates. Right. So the shoulder, the neck, uh, armpits, mm-hmm. you know, places where it's connecting. And it can only be hit if you're like while you're moving. Because if I if I duck down, that connection's blocked and it's probably not going to pierce. It might bounce off rick- ricochet or something like that. So for them to pull that off just is a it's, testament it is a of how miraculous they victory were. for them. Because on ice. On ice. And they oh. are outnumbered and they so, are outarmed. What I thought you were going to say is they were so heavy with all the and armor they that they fell in the ice. Not this time. It's cold up there. You wanted me to pick a cold thing. Um, <laughs> ice is strong. Um, Nevsky, after the battle, is sainted by the Eastern Orthodox Church. And They're like, this is the guy. Yes. And it's pretty much well accepted that if it wasn't for victory in this battle, that church would not exist today. Wow. Oh, that it's yeah, game it, over. Yeah, he's, he's the savior of the Eastern of Eastern Orthodoxy. Okay. I guess realistically, the Mongols are the savior. And you can, you can argue definitely that. argue that Russian culture and the Russian state never would have meta- metastasized if wow. they, did, they didn't win here. So the whole world is different. Oh, yeah. This battle goes a different totally. way. Wow. Totally. Yeah, I guess, I guess they would have been forced to become Catholic. Yeah, and they would have been... 
tied to Rome you yeah. know, in the West. Because essentially they're like, like, okay. Russia has always identified as like non-European and European at the same time. Yeah, it's so weird. Like I always get confused when people call them Europe and I'm like, mm-hmm. are they kind of Asia too? It's they like, don't know, you know, yeah. and they, and they like it that way. It's weird. It's, they're their own thing. In the years that came after this, you know, eventually the Muscovites would uh, gain a lot of power and they'd be, they'd be the ones that kind of lead the charge to get rid of the Golden Horde and the Mongols. And when that happens, the Tsars start. And for the longest time, the Tsars were their own thing. They did not care about Europe. They wanted nothing to do with Europe. It's not until Peter the, Ga- Peter the Great in the 1700s. Peter the Gay. Peter the Gay. <laughs> he was like, yeah. yeah. He's very gay. <laughs> He's sucking dick and <laughs> slinging cock. Let's celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not until Peter the Great that they really tie themselves to European affairs. So that's my story. That was good. That's I liked interesting. it. I did. That I is. did not know that. Mm-hmm. I, I learned something. I think that yeah, that whole area is woefully underrepresented in Western education. In the West, uh, yeah, like we yeah. just don't give a shit about anything that didn't like directly involve America for the most part. Yeah, if it didn't or America Europe, or yeah. Europeans. Well, if it I'm, didn't I'm speaking us in some way. I'm speaking about, you know, from us. Like, your average American doesn't, like, know anything about, like, Napoleon. And that's, your average like, American doesn't know thing. anything about their own fucking country. He just wants the girl. <laughs> um, he just like, wants I, the girl. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. I'll never forget this. When we worked at Applebee's, mm-hmm. this has to be, like, 2007-ish, okay. 8-ish, there was a girl who was studying to be a teacher. Oh, yeah. And she became a teacher. Yes. And we had a debate amongst our friend group. Mm-hmm. How much history the average worker at Applebee's knew? Yeah. And we asked basic history questions. She didn't know who the Nazis were. She didn't know who the Nazis were. She mm, thought oh we God. fought alongside them in World War II. Yeah. Just the basic of basic questions. Who's on the $20 bill? Yeah. <laughs> like, things yeah, like that. Yeah, I remember I was... I, we are nerds. And we are elitist nerds. <laughs> I remember going I don't know. Th- that doesn't sound too ask, elitist. No, but I was asking, like... Our coworkers, like, do you know who is on all the money? And a lot of them, like, Probably they handle not, this yeah. shit every day. Yeah, it's in their pocket. They have no idea who's on the money. You know, it happens. Who's on the ten? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? Well, off the top of my head, no, I don't care. You really don't know? I haven't. I haven't carried money in forever. Oh my god, <laughs> Jackson. No, <laughs> Brian? Michael Jackson. You're asking me? Yeah. Who's on the 10? Who's on the 10? Bitch-ass Hamilton. Okay, good. <laughs> Hamilton. I was going to say, we, we're losing our credibility right now. No, no. I, 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 <laughs> I didn't say shit. I'm okay like not incredible. Fucking hate his guts. You like Aaron Burr? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Uh, Who's up? Steve, you're up. I'll go next. Sure. Something cold. So, something cold. I brought a person. A person? I think, yeah, I brought a person. Okay. Sir Ernest Henry Shackleton. That's a name. Great name. It is a damn Great cool man. name. It is a damn cool guy. Do you think for short he liked to be known as Shaq? Oh, I hope so. Call me Shaq. <laughs> I hope so. This chair doesn't like me. What are you doing? I'm trying to fix the chair. He's Make doing it a thing. He's doing working. a thing. You got a rack Shaq and Benny? <laughs> remember Shaq Fu? Yeah, I do I remember, remember Shaq, Shaq Fu. Fu. Yeah. Shaq Fu yeah. is a great game. Yeah. I love Shaq Fu. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal doing karate. Yeah. On the Super Nintendo. Well, he's doing Kung Fu. He's doing Shaq, Shaq Fu. Right. Yeah. Did he actually do karate in real life? Do we know this? I think he's trained a little. He's big yeah. in the UFC and stuff. Was that pre-Shazam? It's like in that era when he's just a superstar. 
He did another movie where he's a robot man. Steel. Yes. Yeah, he's the comic <laughs> character, John Henry. Oh, that's a comic book? Yeah, he's uh, one of the four people that like was going to replace Superman in the 90s before they brought Clark back. Uh, Shaq, as a robot man, was going to replace Superman? Not, well, the character is John Henry. Uh-huh. Like the man who beat the steam shovel? Exactly. It's like, that's like kind of the joke. Is he from the 1800s? No, he's from modern. Okay. And he, you know, he makes, like, because Superman dies fighting Doomsday in the 90s. So there's a hole in Metropolis. And in the comics, they had this big event where four people, four Supermen showed up. Mm -hmm. And they were like, one of these is the real Superman. Which one is it? Yeah. And there was one, and he's in the metal outfit, and he's holding the hammer. And then it's revealed to be, you know, uh, John Henry, whose superhero name is Steel, played by Shaq. But real quick, is Shaq one of the most beloved figures in, like, the last 30 years of American culture? Pop culture. Like, nobody dislikes Shaq. Everybody likes him. He's right? like a nice he's, guy. He's very fun. Very you never hear anything bad about him. No. He told Kobe how my ass tastes. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what happened to Kobe. Recipe. He died a fiery death on a Rest helicopter. <laughs> No, he he um, really is beloved, and like there's videos of him like partying at concerts and like just being a cool guy. But then again, how much do you really know when somebody's off? He camera, wasn't a big box know? office draw, I'll tell you that. No, or no, a successful not, rapper, or was he a baseball player? No, that's Michael Jordan. I feel like he did something else. Did he do golf or something? Maybe I he might know. just play. Yeah, I don't I think he tried professional. Yes. I don't oh, think yeah, he has to. Play. Like once you once you hit that popularity, I don't think you really have to do much. Mm. Do you remember of... when he uh, went to Boston? I think, and he stood in. Or he, he was on the Celtics. Yeah, he was on the Celtics, but he sat on like steps and, and posed. Caramel? No, he posed like a statue for like six hours and didn't move. And fans were coming up, climbing on him, taking pictures with him. Like one of those English guards at the palace? <laughs> yeah, but it's for just six Shaq. hours? Yeah, he sat there like a whole day letting people take That's pictures with him. a long time. That's cool. It's funny. <laughs> he didn't get hungry or... Shactus. Like, <laughs> That's one of the best commercials ever. When he's playing Scrabble. He's playing Scrabble and he just has a ton of cues. And they don't know where he got them from. He won't tell them. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's talk about Shackleton. Let's talk about Shackleton. Uh, he was born 1874, a little bit before Shaquille O'Neal. Slightly, slightly, but uh, more than he wasn't as big of a man in stature, but in nature he was. <laughs> in spirit, in, in spirit, spirit he was way bigger. <laughs> but how many points did he have? What's his stat line? Rebounds. <laughs> um, <laughs> did he tell anyone how my ass? Honestly, tastes? his 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 stats are not that good. But uh, we'll go over it. Okay. Uh, I want to just go over a couple of his uh, credentials first. Okay. I think that's important. He has the CVO, which is the Royal Victorian Order. So he was a commander of the knighthood. Oh, he's knighted. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's Sir Ernest Henry Shackleton, sir. Mm Mm-hmm. This is an Englishman we're talking about. This This is an Irishman who moved to England when he was 10. So huh. for all intensive purposes, we could say he's mainly English because mm-hmm. he, he but he's worked from for the Ireland. British, but he's from Ireland. Right. It is the UK at this point. Well, it, Ireland is completely under English control, exactly. British control. Yeah. So he's for all intensive purposes, we could say he's British. Yes. Uh, the OBE, the Order of the British Empire. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a section a of the empire that honors arts and science, and he was an officer of that. Okay. So he's a scientist. Mm-hmm. The FRGS, the Royal Geo- Geographical Society, which was the UK 
group. And there was also one for Scotland. He's part of that one as well, which he has his own medal that is given out at this time. The Shackleton. It's called the Shackleton Medal. Wow. We need our own one of those. We got to do some serious serious stuff to do that. And it's called. I thought you meant the show. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Like, Ah, viewing history. The Order of the Rupert. (laughs) No, I want it to be the Order of the Shacks. And we give you a medal with Shaquille O'Neal's face on it. Yeah, I'm assuming he's smiling, though. He's like, yeah. like really happy that, to be on the medal. Yeah, it's a happy Shaq. <laughs> Shazam. See if I can make that picture. <laughs> but yeah, um, he was the second oldest of 10 siblings. Oh, his parents like to fuck. Oh, yeah. And in fact, little little side uh, note, uh, his brother, his younger brother, mm-hmm. which was younger, by I believe, by like a year or two, uh, in 1907, was a prime suspect of the theft of the Irish crown jewels, but they never found the jewels, and he didn't get caught. Da, da, he didn't get da, sentenced, da. which is pretty cool. I thought you were going to say he was Jack the Ripper. That would have been more interesting. That would have been more interesting, but no. He's <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty cool that like he has Could this he little like, connection. Do they overlap? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, if he went to England. Yes. Of course. It's the right time period. Okay. Yeah, 1874-ish yeah, is when he was born, so yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. But he was a smart kid, uh, fifth out of his class out of about 30, 32. So he was, he was up there, but he was so bored that he left school at 16. Don't blame him. No, how can you? <laughs> 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 but he joined as an apprentice sailing on a vessel. Okay. It was specifically for the Northwestern Shipping Company, and the ship was called the Hogton Tower. So he starts really early in his sailing career. Where do they go? All over the world. Okay. Every single port you could probably think of, the man hit in a four-year time frame. What are you, a fucking world traveler? <laughs> this guy was. Sailing with Marissa Tomei? This guy was. He worked up to the <laughs> second mate and then eventually third officer on a steamer. So he had mm-hmm. wide variety of experience because at this point, as you could imagine, there's still some classical ship sailing. Oh, yeah. And there's also the steamboats. The sail hasn't completely died. Is exactly. it like a steamer or a step down, though? I mean, you're just cleaning carpets all day. You mean Stanley. Stanley, Stanley steam. steamer. Yeah. Makes your home clean. <laughs> Very good. That's a good one. In 1898, he was certified as a master mariner, which means now he can command any British ship anywhere in the world. Master. Which is pretty master. cool to me. I, I thought that was awesome. Wait. But he can supersede captain. Yes, that's what I'm wondering. He, he's allowed to be a commander if somebody tells him to command the ship. He needs to be. Oh, he, he has, has the, the credentials, right? Not the authority yet, but the credentials. Right. Okay. He can stand in, right? So because of that, and because he's sailing all over the world, he's doing these different jobs. He meets some important people, and he gets an in on a ship called the Discovery, which is one of the first expeditions dun, dun, dun. to Antarctica. There it is. This is what he's known for. This is what he's now, known for. Did he find it an advantage that he was able to use the spore drive and the other ships that followed later, like the NC-17, uh, O-1? Well, there are other ships that follow later that are similar. But, like, Kirk didn't have a spore drive. Right. The and NCC. the Discovery. <laughs> what is it? NCC-117. NCC no, wow. 107. 107. Wow, you Fucking nerds. I'm so bad with the with <laughs> But he just named like a porn rating. The NC seventeen. <laughs> and I felt mm. compelled to correct him. No, I'm glad you did. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't want my Trek credentials in doubt. Our credentials are flying right now. 
But yeah, he, you're referencing Discover to begin with is just embarrassing. Don't even bring that shit. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just that they named it Discovery. Yeah, I just did, had to make yeah. a joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Spore drive. But this was for Blue science tardigrade. and discovery. But it's real quick. It doesn't make sense. The spore drive exists in discovery, but not on. Oh, don't you know that they were dictated by the Federation to never speak about it ever? This amazing technology yeah. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spock's, that can make everything Spock's better. Sister. <laughs> Fuck you. I apologize to those who don't like. Fuck Trek. you, Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So this was specifically for science and discovery and overall just exploration. They wanted right? to go check out the South Pole. Check out the South Pole. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to get more information on it. It hasn't really been explored. What year is it? Right now, it's this is 2003. 19- they want to get their Jamaica Jacks, their cool sweatpants. <laughs> do you remember South, South Pole? Oh, South Pole. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that was a reach. <laughs> I used to wear a lot of South Pole. The other guy had That was very popular. That was very popular back in the day. They had nice jeans. They had comfortable jeans. South Pole had good yeah. shit, man. <laughs> uh, 1901 to 1903. Uh-huh. So first, if you think about when he's born, 1874, he's a, he's a young lad mm-hmm. around this time. You know? Now, it did not go well for him. Why? The man got really sick. He was coughing. Yep, he was coughing a lot. So the commander relieved him of his duties and sent him away after he was being examined by a medical person. Mm -hmm. Now, there's some debate about this because the commander was said to not like him because he was very popular amongst the crew. And the commander was like, "Eh, I got to get this guy out of here. Like a rivalry situation. It's like a mutiny situation. It's like preventing a possible mutiny. There was no real ill blood known on the ship, mm-hmm. but that's rumored. It's not really proven. It's not a Captain Bly situation. No, no, not exactly. But honestly, considering the type of person he is that we'll find out, I can't imagine that being the case. I think he actually was sick because mm-hmm. he was... Sure. He probably ate some bad breadfruit. There's so many possibilities. <laughs> like, because the a lot of... Um, the mission went wrong. Like the dogs died out because they were like sick. They couldn't travel for where they wanted to travel. So like slide dogs. Yeah, slide dogs. Mm. So a lot, of, a lot of things were going wrong on the trip because you're in the Antarctica. It's really cold. Was this the first time they ever saw like a penguin? And they were like, No, I don't think so. What is this? No. And they tried to like bring it in. Maybe some of them, but I, I'm pretty sure there were penguins. some sicko was like, This is my wife. There's penguins <laughs> in South Africa. He just has <laughs> you think there's a lower class Englishman <laughs> fucking a penguin on the ship? Oi, <laughs> I'm bringing it back with me. <laughs> She's having me babies. <laughs> he's went mad because he's been at sea right. so long <laughs> that he's fucked a penguin. Right. That is laying on eggs right. and he thinks there is. <laughs> He's been driven to madness. They're mostly members of the British Army, and they're just psychopaths. Right. (laughs) And they're all very low class based on their accent. (laughs) Roto! (laughs) (laughs) They also did sell out of New Zealand a lot, too, so it's definitely possible to get a a Cockney accent. Down there. there. Oh, no, they would. They would sell from South America, New Zealand, anywhere, South Africa. You name it. Anything south, they're sailing from there. Right. Whatever was uh, safe at the time. Now, he was a... Harbored for a little bit, didn't wasn't really doing much, but he was known at this point now because mm-hmm. not many people traveled that part of the he's world. A and he's famous. He's yeah, he's yeah. gaining a lot of fame. Now, 1907 rolls around. He goes on a second voyage on the ship the Nimrod. Now it's another <laughs> British Antarctic now, <laughs> expedition. Now, real quick, real quick, Nimrod like 
in our world, like if I called you a Nimrod, doesn't it mean like you're a fucking idiot? Yes. Kind of, yeah. But it's also a Babylonian king. And I think it's more it's probably closely Babylonian, associated yeah. with that. Really? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know it was a Babylonian yes. king. Babylonian king. Mm -hmm. Was he an idiot? He may have been. Oh, maybe. <laughs> okay. But why would you name a ship after him then? Exactly. Yeah. I can't tell you. So I hear Nimrod and I think <laughs> idiot. Persian. Something in the Middle East in the ancient times. Nimrod. Killer sure. King Nimrod. But Shackleton was known to be a charismatic person, so he was the one keeping the group in high spirits. Mm -hmm. Morale was up because of him. They had some bad weather, and the I believe one of the only reasons most of the time they survived was directly because of his actions and ideas. Really? Oh, yeah. So Keeping them alive. This specific expedition uh, was 180 kilometers this from not the exact South Pole. So this was very close to the exact South Pole. 180 kilometers is not that far for what they traveled right. here. No, it's very close. Monkey slow oh, yeah. expedition. And they discovered all... uh, the Beardmore Glacier. Well, it all started to go wrong for them fairly quickly when the um, a husky appeared out of the uh, wilderness, the icy wilderness, and came over to them. And then it, you know, it took on the forms of the various members one by one, slowly turning into each and every member of the crew until only Kurt Russell and the black dude were left. Right. Sitting in the... Uh, That's right. the plot of the thing. Yes. 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 <laughs> Well, they were there, you know, they're in the Arctic. I thought it fits. <laughs> I never saw that. What? You never saw the thing? No, I never saw it. Dude, it, it's a fucking masterpiece. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, we've never discussed this. I don't know why, like, you're shocked. It's, it's, it's just, just like, just it's just <laughs> an amazing thing. movie. Yeah, like, you should, you should see it. Okay. It's worth watching. You're on a movie podcast, for Christ's sake. You're on a history podcast. You know who's on the 10. That's true. <laughs> Fight! <laughs> <laughs> so they get to the Beardmore Glacier. They discover it, and it's actually named after one of Shackleton's patrons. Okay. I don't know the patron's name, but... Beardmore. It's probably Beardmore, but I don't know the whole <laughs> <name>. <laughs> <laughs> they're, was, they're was actually Beardmore the, a hairy gentleman? And he I would known assume so. beard! I would assume so. <laughs> just gets bigger and bigger. I would assume so. <laughs> but they're one of the first persons to actually see the South Polar Plateau, which is pretty cool. It's a massive glacier and you know it's it's right. all new to them it's the age of exploration it's fucking awesome but because they got so far mm -hmm. and the inclement weather that i mentioned before yes they now had to race back or face starvation which is wow. brutal like very brutal it actually became you know i never thought about like the like they're using sled dogs yeah they had to eat them most of the time. Really? Oh, yeah. That sucks. Oh, yeah. If traveling to the Arctic, if if you ran out of rations or you realize you're low, they'll just kill the dog and eat I it. I would hate to eat my own sled dog. That's they're, so they're sad. They're cute, and you probably like or night yeah. love them, and it just like, sucks. But, you know, that or dead. Mm. So you're probably going to pick that. You could find like a penguin. You got to respect the tenacity of these guys that come back again, you know, after the first. This guy came back like three times. Oh, I know. I know it's about insane. the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the... Suffering and starvation was so bad they were limited to one biscuit a day, which the biscuit's not big, and it you're you're basically yeah. I like mean, you dying. give them the dogs as treats, biscuits. That's true. That, yeah, I have heard that. How's that going to fill a man? <laughs> <laughs> now there was a sick man on the ship named Frank Wild, and Frank Wild was to the point of death, and Shackleton gave him his ration mm -hmm. and handed was he it to a him. Civilized gentleman, or was he wild? <laughs> I, I he was I'm ill behaved. Assuming he's yeah ill behaved. 
I don't know if that's his real name or nickname. Do you know um, he was born to be wild, actually? Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the song's about him. Yeah. Is he from Minnesota? <laughs> he said something. He's on uh, the road looking for adventure. Uh, he said something pretty incredible about Shackleton. All the he's money that was. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I couldn't get through it. I tried to beat you guys and I couldn't do it. I should have waited. <laughs> he's a bitch. <laughs> He's a bitch. <laughs> I don't like. He stinks. I don't you like know, I'm trying to make him look so good. <laughs> <laughs> All the money that was ever minted would not have bought that biscuit, and the remembrance of that shall, of that sacrifice will never leave me because because he gave up his rash. he gave up basically almost his life mm -hmm. at this point. A couple of little uh, tidbits from that exploration: they first to ascend Mount Erebus. What's that? Don't know. It's a mountain. Okay. It's a mountain in, in Antarctica. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, they discovered the exact location of the South Magnetic Pole. Thought That's it was pretty cool. cool. And because of this, how did they discover it? Like, I'm I'm not being funny here, but like, it, you guys are gonna think I'm an idiot. But if you put like a metal object by the like South Pole, will it like levitate or anything? Like, is there this a is magnetic just a field? Guess. But I'm gonna assume that if you take a, if you have a compass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you are standing on the magnetic poles, whether that be north or south. It spins. It'll spin. Yeah. Okay. I think they used the weather. And that's how they that. knew they were on the, on the exact spot. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So they returned heroes, especially Shackleton, because his notoriety is is that before, and then he returns, and it's like, oh my god, you you actually like saved a bunch of people, and you know, it's pretty He's a cool. hero. He's a hero. Yeah. Did he fuck? I think uh, he had a wife. I don't think he the had penguin. some kids, but I don't think he, <laughs> he was uh, fucking too much. Yeah. He published the heart of the Arctic, or the Antarctic, excuse me. And then that old lady threw it in the, the ocean at the <laughs> end. That bitch. Threw <laughs> 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 his book in. Um, <laughs> and some remnants of this expedition were rediscovered in 2010, and they found a bunch of uh, casks of whiskey really? that we'll get into later. Yeah. That's cool. Now. Oh. Oh. We'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. <laughs> now. The Trans-Antarctic Expedition of 1914 to 1917. They're going to cross the continent. Uh-huh. They're going to cross the continent. This is funded by private donations. And what That's really made it impressive was. was they all had sex change operations, trans, which is why it was right. the trans. Right, yes. right. How did they do it without, you know, modern technology? Who knows? <laughs> he was shackled to when this was all <laughs> Because, you know, they have to use Latin yeah. <laughs> verbiage. <laughs> Funded by private donations, 5,000 5, 5, people signed up to go on this trip, which I think is pretty insane because you might die. Mm -hmm. So when he's interviewing, it, it, he, most of the, the places, the expeditions, excuse me, that he went on were military, government funded. Since this was private, he was a little more liberal about who he picked to go on mm -hmm. because he wanted somebody more of strong will. For some than reason, talent. it's all hot chicks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Now, around this time, what is happening uh, around 1914 to 1917? Uh, the crisis. The crisis. The August crisis. Right. What, so, what is this? The, there's a certain Archduke that got <laughs> shot. Yeah. Oh! oh. I didn't hear what, I didn't uh -huh. hear what year he said. Uh, 1914 to 1917. Oh, I know what's yeah. happening. They're leaving in July. The war yeah. starts in August. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> despite the war, right. Churchill says... You're okay to go on this expedition. Who is Lord of the Admiralty. Mm -hmm. August 3rd, 1915. There, there's a problem now. Mm -hmm. So they go on this expedition. They're hitting there. It's 
really cold at the time, colder than they expected, and the Endurance freezes in an ice floe, 19, August 3rd, 1915. Which the is, Endurance is the ship he's on this time? Yes. The Endurance of the ship. Do you know how he earned this one, the, na- the name for this one? Because of how long he was lasting after he came back. Because what actually happened was... He, he got an erection the first time uh-huh. and it really? froze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was always erect after this. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And when he came back, every time he had sex, he would just last forever because it was just it was like so, a frozen, frozen erect hot. penis. Right. And that's why they dubbed this ship. That's the why they endurance. named it the Endurance Beautiful. because he was noted for his Thank you. stamina. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. It's a great part of history. <laughs> so the Endurance freezes. So Shackleton is like, okay, we can't sail. We have to abandon the idea of sailing, but let's create like an outpost with the ship so we can still live on it and survive until, until the spring. Right. Because if the ice melts, we could sail away. We're in south, uh, southern hemisphere. Therefore, August is the dead of winter. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, it's reverse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two hops this time. Bah, do, do. Bah. Slide to the left. Slide to the right. Crisscross. <laughs> <laughs> <Now>. Reverse. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> when the snow melts uh, in September, a problem happens. So well, they I, wanted to be woken up when September ends. Yes. <laughs> the pressure of the ice oh and the melting of the ice moves it that it breaks the hull. So they start taking on water. Uh-huh. By October 24th, the Endurance I prefer Rocktober. is underwater and it's sinking by November 21st. It takes a little while because of the ice, but it sinks right. and it, it goes down. Sinking. So they have... No choice but to I make camp. Should have built you a better ship, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, she can, <laughs> and she will. Now, they decide we got to make camp. Problem is now. Why did Shackleton not go down with the ship? Why? Why would you go down with the ship? It's sinking at like one inch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go down, man. <laughs> He's just like, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> He's just standing. They're sleeping, waking Anytime up. Anytime now. <laughs> Don't wait for me, men. <laughs> Go on, you have to survive. <laughs> They're like five feet away. <laughs> it's legit like Austin Powers yeah. and the guy screaming. <laughs> no. Tell my wife I love her. <laughs> Tell her yourself. No. No, I don't want Auto it. Auto demands. Honor <laughs> <Honored> demands. <laughs> He's saluting. <laughs> it takes two months. The far months. better thing I do now. Christ. <laughs> 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 Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so they camp out two months on an ice floe, which is just a large, like, flat piece of ice that they're hoping that it's going to float towards an island, which to me is, like, cartoon world. Wow. In my own mind. Yeah. And just by chance? They're just hoping that the flow of water is going to push them towards an island. Like, what type of island? Like, like There's tropical an island? island? No, no, no. Like no a no. frozen rock. No. Okay. Frozen rock. Yeah. <laughs> It's a known island where they have like an outpost with some resources and they could be saved. Whalers were in the area. Like they had a ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hartford was there. They were doing their training. Right. They would come down, <laughs> skate around with the penguins, yeah. have sex with them. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're trying to get to what's known as like an elephant like island. The human penguin hybrid that spawned from those hellish eggs. It's Danny DeVito. 
He got sent down the, the river. Right, he's Oswald Cobblepot Shackleton. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> My nose can be gushing with blood. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they realize they're not drifting where they should. They find another ice flow, and they get on that and hope for the best. It splits in half oh while God. they're trying to get on it, so they have to get on lifeboats and travel for about five days to Elephant Island. Now, to give you an example of that short two sentences, the endurance, where it sank compared to Elephant Island, is 346 miles. Holy shit. So they were they were drifting, Yeah. and they had to travel, and... Believe it or not, I wondered if you know. this man, <laughs> during his travels, realized his photographer lost his mittens. Shackleton gives him his mittens. There's pictures of the boat. Gets frostbite in all his fingers. Yeah, sure. You can't so lose your mittens. He, he sacrifices a lot just but to like- To keep his men alive. To keep his men alive. Each one of them survive. Hero. None of them die. Fucking hero. <laughs> now, they get back. They get back to England. They get back. They make it. They go, what's okay. up? What's going on? We're oh, at war. The entire world is tearing <laughs> itself apart. So what does he do? He joins World War One. He's in the fucking trenches. Wow. He si- <laughs> no, nope. he signs up for World War One. <laughs> the problem wow. is, he was in the Arctic. He has frostbitten fingers. He's half an alcoholic. His heart is like not doing well. And they're like, you really can't. How old is join he? Join the infantry. At this time, it's 1917. 40s. Okay. Yeah, he's about. about he shouldn't uh, be that. No, about forties. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he has a lot of miles in. On he's that got car. miles from the travel, but they're like, you know what you could do? You're great for propaganda. So he wants to fight. Yeah, but they're like, let's just let's do his bit for do King your best. Country. He gets sent to Spitsbergen, which is in Norway, uh, to do a, a uh, sack show. Establish, establish British, <laughs> British. <laughs> Come see the hero. Fuck the penguin. <laughs> They set up a mining operation. What crimes against humanity and God? <laughs> Come see. <laughs> Travesty, eroticism, you decide. <laughs> Look at God's abortion. It's the, it's the hybrid baby. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> So they do a mining operation in Norway just to establish a British presence, but sadly he has a heart attack and he's sent back. Oh man, Shaq's Shaq's done. Oh no, don't worry. He got called for the Russian Civil War and he's like, yeah, I'm in. Oh God. <laughs> Wait, the Russian Civil War. Russian yeah. Civil War oh, is happening. The communists. So he just, uh, but he's British, right? Yeah, he is British. He just decides I gotta go be a no, communist. They, they sent. Well, uh, the oh, they Northern sent. Russian Expeditionary Force right. recruits him because he has experience in the Arctic and knows how to survive. So suck ah, a so they the hire him. Exactly. And he does it. He actually does it. So much so that he's like, I need to do another expedition. The British were, um, and the Americans were. They were coming. Mm-hmm. On the penguins. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they operated at an archangel. Which really brings like a new meaning to the sports team. <laughs> but he wants to go explore the Arctic again, uh, specifically the Beaufort Sea. Canada has some interest in the this. The Buford Mad Dog Tannancy. <laughs> he gets a 125-ton Norwegian uh, sailor, and it's called the Quest. The goal was to reach sub-Antarctic islands that weren't explored yet, and it was going to be called the Shackleton Rowett Expedition in September 16, 1921. Sadly, 
he does a farewell address, which is actually claimed to be the first talking picture. Really? I don't know if that's true. I've n- like f- this is in 1921, 1922. The first talking picture they record they recorded him doing a farewell address. We can this look is, this up. What about the jazz singer? That's that's usually the first talking movie, right? Well, the person. Who yeah, you assume that it had been done. Mm-hmm. A test, yeah. Not fucking mm-hmm. a film. Sadly, uh, he suffered two heart attacks from drinking, and passed away before they can depart on his last well, voyage. It's quite a life, but he is not completely forgotten. Because Ooh. how did we find out about this man? Uh, we were drinking a scotch. <laughs> we drank. Isn't it funny that scotch? He died because of alcoholism. Uh-huh. And now there's a scotch named just, after him that's really good. Well, the thing is, it's <laughs> the scotch itself. Because they found those barrels, they were able to find out In the Antarctica. exact recipe. Yeah, the they, exact recipe and ingredients. Deconstructed it. They deconstructed the scotch and remade it, so you can actually drink the scotch that they were drinking on the expedition. And it's a damn fine And that's scotch. what we drank. We yes. drank Arctic Expedition Scotch. Shackleton. Shackleton. And that's from our sponsor, Shackleton. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. So yeah. you guys didn't know about him until you got no, this. Scotch. That's where we heard about him. We yeah. bought it, it came in a really cool box and you see like a map of the Arctic and it says Shackleton and it says like from the Arctic Expedition. I'm like, what the hell is this? I turn it around and I read the story. I'm like, it blew me away. And we bought it and it turns out it tastes like about a $70 scotch if it, right. for my scotch drinkers out there. It's like a Glenlivet, but, but it's it was only like, like 30 bucks. 30 to 40. Now it's more a little more expensive. It's about 40 because we keep buying it. <laughs> 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 Shackleton, look, if you're out there, Give send a, a bottle to the guys. That'd be nice. Oh, that'd be cool. Right? Give us free stuff. They yeah. Do that. No, no. Well, at least give it a try. Right? They'll, drink, try it they'll drink it on air. They're going to look at us and be like, we don't want them. <laughs> no, 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 no. The face <laughs> of the company. Yeah. <laughs> Get so drunk, <laughs> you'll fuck a penguin. <laughs> That's their new, <laughs> their new motto. <laughs> I just ruined any shot, yeah. right? All right. Yeah, it's over. All right, brain. But that is uh, that's Shackleton. What a, what a life, man. Loved it. That is awesome. That is great. It's cold. Uh, so I looked up his recording. There's a 1909 sound recording. Can we hear it? And a 197. Uh, Beaver's going to put it in now. Main results of the British Antarctic Expedition of 1907 under my command are as follows. We reached a point within 97 geographical miles of the South Pole. The only thing that stopped us from reaching the actual point was the lack of 50 pounds of food. Another party reached for the first time the South Magnetic Pole. Another party reached the summit of a great active volcano, Mount Erebus. We made many interesting geological and scientific discoveries and had many narrow escapes throughout the whole time. Okay. Okay, sure. What do you got, Brain? So, I brought something cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought Aaron Burr. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, because you say burr when you're cold. <laughs> like when you're freezing, you go burr. Did you know about Aaron Burr before you researched this? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> you have such a pained look on your face. Your puns know no bounds. So, <laughs> me and Beaver made this joke like two weeks ago. <laughs> About the cold things. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what cold thing I'm going to pick. And I was thinking about doing Aaron Burr, but, you know. And it's not really cold, is it? Be- <laughs> it's just the name Burr. And Beaver goes, 
Well, burr, that's what you say when you're cold. And I was like, that's funny. And I decided that it'd be funny if I dragged you along on this. Yeah. All that for that stupid pun. No, we had good stuff. Yeah. Like, we it's not we like were it's laughing. Yeah. Yeah. He's laughing. Facing a Yankee dollar. So, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. I've teased a long time on the show, I think. that You've loved him forever. He's my favorite founding father. Right. Mm. Now, there's debate. Is he a founding father? Do you think he is? Yeah. I think so. He certainly is. Is, he's, is his signature on anything? Like he was the vice president. He was a vice president. He fought in the Continental then yes, Army. Yeah. Then yes, he's a founding father. Yeah. I think if you're part of that generation, you, you, you're, you're in. You get yeah, no matter what. I always right. wonder, like, like if you're like some farmer guy, right? Like, you right. have you had no real influence. You were just like a regular dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what are you thinking as like all this is happening and like these great men? Like, wish I was grilling. <laughs> you wish you were grilling. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's what those guys want to do. They just want to grill. Want to stay out of the way and do some grilling. <laughs> look at that! Look at that smart, that smart founding father. <laughs> I better just tend to my grill. <laughs> He's flipping his burgers. Honey, bring out the Franklin grill. <laughs> so, Aaron Burr. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into bits about his life, but should we just start with the elephant in the room? What? It, he's, is, does it have anything to do with being he's cold? Gay? No, 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 no. The, oh. uh, he's it, a homosexual? No, Aaron, oh. Aaron Burr was what? a coxman. <laughs> a homosexual? <laughs> no. In fact, he loved prostitutes. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Is Burr. that the elephant in the room? No. Well, what is Aaron Burr most famous for? Oh, uh, oh. he invented the Charleston. <laughs> yes. Uh, and the Charleston Chew. Yeah. <laughs> No, he killed bitch-ass Hamilton. Yeah, in a duel, Hamilton. right? Yes. So, the famous duel. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Okay. It's in Jersey. Bring duels back. So, duels at the time were more illegal in New York than New Jersey, but they still happened. Sure. It was like a misdemeanor thing. It's like a thing that's culturally accepted, but like people realize it's like you shouldn't be doing it's this. Barbaric. You're not supposed. It to. It was on the way out at the time. It was dying. It would get a big bump again with uh, Andrew Jackson, but the age of the duel was coming to an end. Seventeen eighties, nineties. Aaron Burr is a guy who you know he had a couple duels in his life, and he was always right there in like the midst of political turmoil. Mm-hmm. And he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I bet he did. Or in the right way, considering <laughs> he was a coxman. He, yeah. <laughs> he had skills in the bed. Yeah. I, I found out today, I didn't know this, that he, um, at one point, he slept with um, a bunch of, like, an Indian woman and had a bunch Dot of- Dot or feather? <laughs> I would assume feather at this time? No. <laughs> no? No, it, it was Dot. Really? Yeah. You're lying. Are we no, certain no, 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 about no. this? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, that he had... Because uh, they they were looking for India, and they didn't find it. No, uh, <laughs> he, had, he had slept with a woman named Mary Emmons, who was East Indian. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Why the pause? Just... I, what does East it's Indian neither. mean of that time then? No. Oh yeah, I guess. What is East, East Indian, Indian Trading Company? I thought that was India. Yeah, I guess you're right. It is India, yeah. right? 
Yeah. Okay. He had two children <laughs> with her, one of whom went on to be like an underground railroad guy. Like he was like prominent in that stuff. Really? Yeah. Like he, he had a kid with her? He had two with her. But like he never acknowledged them, never spoke about them. But he did have two wow, children with her. Illegitimate children of mixed race. Yep. Wow. And they uh they were never acknowledged or anything. And years ago, the Aaron Burr Society paid for a DNA test to make sure to determine if they were like actually related and really? they were yeah and now they put like a note on like uh the headstone of the the guy the indian son and it was like you know like a son of aaron burr hmm. wow but that's, that's a early god damn he must have the, like the only indian in the country yeah i don't know where she came from huh? well she was a servant in his household during his first marriage uh-huh. oh, she came from calcutta that explains uh-huh. it. Because the British, I guess, were the East, East Indian trading Oh, yeah, they had, they had operations in India at the time. So they probably took her from there and brought her here. Mm. But the duel. The duel. The duel. What led up to the duel? What led up to the duel? A couple of things. They were on the opposite ends of the political spectrum. Yes. Federalist, anti-federalist. Yes. Uh, Hamilton, obviously, big federalist. federalist. Yes. Wanted, you know, banks everywhere, government-owned banks. He wanted a monarchy. Basically. Much. This is why I don't carry around tens. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been very happy with King George the first. I did, he could have. In Washington. Oh, yeah. He would have loved that. Mm-hmm. Pure federalist power. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he was about. And on the other end, you had the Democrats. The, the, the Thomas Jeffersons. The Jefferson Democrats, which I heard someone say recently that if when they were like ratifying like the Bill of Rights and like all that shit, Jefferson was in France, if he had been here, like nothing would have got done. No, he would have been a problem. Definitely. Because the Federalists really like ran the show early on and established a foothold. Yeah, well, you had big names with them and John Adams was a Federalist and they Washington. Yeah. These are guys that. We're wanted to have order and not just like willy nilly articles of confederation right. shit. Yes. Mm. Well, they saw what the disaster that had been and wanted to get get stuff going. The thing that I think was the was a big problem with the articles was the money situation. That's so bad. Like, like <laughs> who thought that would work? And you want to get into it? Like, yeah. So the articles of confederation, every state had their own currency, yeah. and the exchange rates would be all weird and shit. Yeah. So if I have like ten Pennsylvania bucks, mm-hmm. it may equal like half a South Carolina buck or something. And there was nothing. Cause the country had tons of debt from the war, like to France and stuff and Spain, and there was nothing that compelled them to pay their debts. So like, if Virginia paid up all its debt, there's nothing that made. North Carolina do the same thing. So, like, if the if there's no federal government to say you must pay, you have to collect your taxes. We have to get our money back. It just doesn't happen. So, yeah, it was a disaster. They had to figure shit the, out. The early going on was definitely rough, like the Whiskey Rebellion and shit, yeah. where it's like you just fought a war against taxes and now and you're now, fucking now you're imposing tax, a tax. Hamilton, by the way. The, the beef goes back. There's political lines that... There's I think blurred more than lines. It was personal, wasn't it? Yeah, well, we'll get to the personal in one second. There are also blurred lines. Burr, uh, yes. Burr, 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 
Yeah, Burr famously had right. two hot girls yeah, dancing were, yeah, naked. Tits were out. Yeah. yeah, he had the balloons. <laughs> Those would just well, be well, knees. Would right. hug me. It would just be <laughs> their knees out. There's a guy wearing an Arby's hat. <laughs> <laughs> but Burr was a big dueler and years earlier had dueled, I believe, one of Hamilton's cousins. Oh, yeah? It was a relative, yeah. I know that. Did he slay him? I guess he did. Or well, no, because duels were shot end. in the air like a weirdo. No, you, if you're injured, the duel ends. It's not death. Mm. So he might have shot. Honor is like satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they they already had pre-existing beef, mm-hmm. and you know he. Uh, I like that you're using hip hop slang, you know, because we're talking about Hamilton and whatnot. Uh, that's just coincidental. That's just me being a New Yorker. That is just coming out. <laughs> <laughs> pre-existing beef. <laughs> They didn't like each other, and Hamilton becomes VP See, of Jefferson. See, this cat Hamilton, he be up in here. Should I rap it? Yeah. <laughs> That's real life. That's just the play at this point. So Burr saw Hamilton, and he started blasting. <laughs> Burr fell down, and on his body was wrestling. I don't know. That fucking doesn't like, make that sense. Was good. That was fucking fire. <laughs> I'm going to put that on TikTok. Be, I'm going to influence. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so uh, Burr and Jefferson were together. They were VP. He was the VP to Jefferson. Mm -hmm. And there was a letter that was published in the press slurring uh, Burr's wife. Slandering. Slandering. Uh. And basically saying horrible shit about her and really pissing off Burr. Worthy Mm -hmm. of a duel. And Aaron Burr, as any man would do, Unless unless they're Brian at a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Said, I have to defend my wife's honor. Right. And now I must fight. Mm-hmm. And I have a question. Why not just have fisticuffs and actually duel? Like, actually fight? Because there has to be the threat of death. You need that. It's not a real duel if you're yeah. just okay. having a nice little tit and tit. Because right. also at this time... But, like, there really wasn't violent crime like that. Like, you, you could no, fight. No, nobody ever. <laughs> no, 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 I'm saying. <laughs> like, if I punch someone in the face, you get arrested for assault. If I punch somebody in the face back then, it's like you oh, nothing. Nobody, yeah. Right? That's what I meant. It's not enough. So, and you're all walking around with pistols. <laughs> the duel would have been so much better if it was, like, a muck time style. This comes down from the time of the beginning. The pow. So <laughs> two friends. <laughs> so they have their uh, little tiff, right? And B- Hamilton accepts the challenge, and Hamilton got to pick the weapons. And this is the first thing he does. He picked a dueling set that had been used in a previous duel, where Hamilton's like cousin shot one of Burr's buddies, just as like a little fuck you. Uh. The same set. And Burr picked the place, and he picked Weehawk in New Jersey. Yes. And New York, they couldn't duel in because it was, like, more strict there. Yeah. They wanted to go someplace quiet. They went to Weehawk, and then they went there. Now, this is how you know Hamilton is a first-class scumbag and shitlord. Oh, if you didn't know it before. He altered the pistols and cheated. What? Yes. He changed the trigger pressure of the guns. So that he would be able to fire off quicker with less trigger pressure. Now, 
I understand that that would make it easy to fire, but you, they are taking turns. It's not like it's a, a speed duel, you know? Well, if he shoots him first. No, well, they, they, it's like, we decide who is firing first. So you fire. Now it's the other guy's turn. The other guy can't, like, reload and fire again or something. Well, they, they fire at the same time. No. Yeah, they they, they turn around well, and shoot. I suppose there's yeah, different methods of doing it. I guess that's what is that what they did. Yeah, they did, you know, I'm pretty paces. sure they. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure they, they did, did paces time. and yeah. turned. So then he he whipped out his gun and he shot. It went by Burr, hit the tree behind him, and missed the tree. Mm-hmm. Now, typically in duels at this time, you do that. The guy fires in the air. He fires in satisfied. the air. Honor is satisfied, but. He technically doesn't have to. Right. So he puts Hamilton in his sights, blows him away. I don't think he thought he would die. That's that's so difficult to say. He shot him in the hip. Yeah, but these things are terribly inaccurate. That's true. I was aiming for his head. (laughs) Yeah, right. But Uh, if, if, wait, so let me get this straight. The the bullet hits behind him. Hits the, behind Hits Burr. behind him. Hits a tree. He knows it hits the tree and still fires. Yes. yes. So he's a dick. Just executes him. So he's a dick, right? Because if... From what you he guys... He hates just, this guy. Of course, but from what you guys say, you're supposed to fire in the air, honor, satisfy. You don't have to. Right. Okay. It's, so, like, it's like if me and you were in an MMA fight, right? Okay. And I win. Okay. I shake your hand after. I don't have to. You know? But it's the sportsman I thing. I feel like that's not a good analogy. <laughs> Is there something better of analogy? Because it's like, because that's just a handshake. This is life and death. Yeah, but it's like they—he really wants to put him in his. Fucking he fucking mind. hates him. He the guy was slandering him. his yeah. wife. They have beef for years. If it's like, if it's like a fight, it's like we're gonna have a fucking duel, and yeah. then both guys are like, "All right, they legally—it's over. We're not gonna talk about this again." No, he really—he wanted to kill. When him. They, he wanted to kill the second him. they, okay. the second you accept the duel and you step on that battlefield, you, you understand yes, you might that die. death yes. is in play. It yeah. could happen. Yes, and let's not forget Hamilton cheated. And had a bullet whiz by fucking <laughs> Burr's head. Yeah. So he yeah, tried yeah, to kill yeah. him. He it's tried to. Like he, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. No, I, I, <laughs> it's I not know. It's not like he went like this. But I, I thought it was supposed to be like at the same time. And if one person is quicker on the draw, I, that, I don't know. That's what you just said. Well, there's two. There's multiple methods of doing this. And, yeah. And I don't. We don't know. I think right. the more popular one is like it's decided who will fire first. Usually the person with less. Because that's what it sounds like. You know, and it's they'll fire. Yeah. And then the other guy is like, well, it's my turn now. And I'm going to kill you. Right. <laughs> but then again, those things, like you said, wildly inaccurate. And he cheated so he could get a quicker shot uh-huh. off. Yes. Yeah. And once he did that. And if you try to avoid it, you, you lose. Are, you are a coward. Yes. Yeah. You just have to stand there. And I'm sure a lot of times the duels would start. Someone would like put their gun up in the air. Mm-hmm. They both would shoot the guns and yeah, like yeah. honor satisfied. That and probably happened way more than anything else. Yes, mm-hmm. and this is obviously famous because after he does this, it's the most famous duel. Like what's bigger than this? Yeah, you're right. It's Can't it doesn't one. get bigger. Right. I mean, it was in a Got Milk commercial directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> really. You don't know the commercial? It was like famous in the 90s. The guy is in the library and he's listening to the radio and it's like, who shot Alexander Hamilton? And he has peanut butter in his um, mouth. I do remember this. Yes. yes. Right. Wow. I remember That's an obscure reference. Well, we'll get there. So after the duel, obviously, everybody hates, hates his him. fucking guts. Yes. 
He's persona non grata. Yes. Jefferson is like, get, I fucking hate you. You're political kryptonite. Yeah, you yeah. killed like a beloved figure. Yes. And Aaron Burr is like, well, <laughs> fuck me. And he gets replaced. <laughs> he gets replaced by George Clinton as VP in the next Jefferson election. The uh, Parliament Funkadelic guy. Yes, I believe so. <laughs> and apparently when he gave his farewell address to the Senate, he spoke like so eloquently about the American system of government. Mm-hmm. He brought like multiple people into the room to tears. And like very little of the speech like was recorded, mm-hmm. but like there's still like very little pieces you could read. I wonder if it was like misconstrued that they were laughing or something. Huh. Like a group was telling jokes, just crying, and then that was the recorded thing. So many people were crying. <laughs> the the this is what he, this is like the one of the pieces that survived. This Senate is a sanctuary, a citadel of law, of order, and of liberty. And it is here, it is here in this exalted refuge, here if anywhere, will resistance be made to the storms of political frenzy and the silent arts of corruption. And if the Constitution be destined ever to perish by the sacrilegious hands of the demagogue or the usurper, which God avert, its expiring agonies will be witnessed on this floor. That didn't age well. And... <laughs> he left. His career is in ruins, and he he may have been a president at some point if this duel didn't happen. Quite possible. Hmm. And you know, and again, also, I, if that didn't happen, I believe federalist nature would be more common, like more powerful. Well, no, the federalist because, system won. It, it, that's what we have. Well, I'm saying if Hamilton was still doing his thing, we may have had a national bank yeah, like and like a Federal stuff, Reserve yeah. style thing way sooner. Yeah, and it would have been way more powerful over time. But he was against that. He's the anti-federalist. Who? Burr. No, I'm talking. Oh, you mean I'm Hamilton? Saying, oh, okay. Hamilton. Hamilton yeah, died. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he didn't die, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think Burr ultimately like saved the country by doing this. <laughs> I'm a big Burr guy. All right. Then he went to Texas, right? So now what he does, he's like, what the fuck can I do? Sorry, I keep ruining. No, it's fine. He's like, <laughs> I can't. I'm persona non grata everywhere here. Mm-hmm. The only thing left to do is go west. Yes. Right. And As you do in the early 19th century. Oh, you, you know what? It, this does have a little bit to do with cold. He's an ice cold killer. <laughs> He's cold blooded. There you go. There you go. He uh, he was one of the first rappers to have a cold name. <laughs> he was Ice Cold Burr. <laughs> so he goes to Texas. <laughs> he goes to Texas, and he's like Mexican Texas. Yeah, Mexican Texas. Tejas. He's like, you know That's what? You know what would be good here if there was like another government, like another America. <laughs> And he comes up with an idea for it. Jefferson finds out about this. President Jefferson. President Thomas Jefferson and is furious. Mm -hmm. And he tries Burr for treason like three or four times. Mm. Burr beats the rat because there is nothing that says he could not do this. Right. Except maybe Santa Ana. This is Jefferson just being pissed. Right. That like he left and he's going to do his own thing. Mm -hmm. Eventually he starts a bunch of rebellions. He racks up debt. And he does not successfully become, like, president of Texas, of Texas right. which is what he wanted. Right. Now he's broken penniless. Everybody hates him everywhere. And he, Where do you go? <laughs> he goes to Europe. Oh, does he? He I goes to Europe for a little bit and hides. Where does he go? France? 
Um, I think he went to Spain. And he comes back, and he uses a fake name, like Jim Edmonds or Jim Edwards. I wasn't Mexican. It would have been Spanish, Texas. Yeah, it was Spanish, Texas. But I, (laughs) I, I knew what you meant, you know? Right. So he comes back. And he meets a wealthy heiress. <laughs> and he shacks up with her. It's a good move. And he's like, yeah, this is the good life. Unfortunately, the marriage does not last. And she divorces him. And is he living incognito? He's uh, like not Aaron it sounds like. He's not publicly. He's like keeping it like kind of, mm-hmm. you know, under wraps. Grew a beard. Exactly. <laughs> So he gets back. He marries uh, the lady. But they get divorced. They get divorced. And now he's broken penniless. Again. And he has one place left to go. Where? Where's that? Staten Island. Thank God. Oh. He goes to Port (laughs) Richmond. What? (laughs) Yup. And he lives in a boarding house, which- uh, You know this? No, I didn't know he went to Staten Island. That's our home. It later became the uh, St. James Hotel. Mm -hmm. Wow. And- you know, he died there. Yes. You could see his death mask, and he was buried in Princeton, New Jersey. Yes. Staten Island, where freedom goes to die. <laughs> the man who shot <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah. Right at home. Yes. What are your thoughts on Barr? An important dude. Can you respect, like, that level of having a grudge? Yes. Absolutely. Are you the type of person where you would, like, if you're Burr, do you pull the trigger? Or would you be, like, honor or satisfied? I mean, he did try to shoot him. Depends I'm asking fast. you personally, do you think you would? Yeah. yeah, I think I probably would. What about you, Steve? I don't think you would. In the moment, it depends how fast it was. In j- if I'm like right about to pull the trigger and a bullet whizzes by my head, I'm probably just going to react. No, like you had yeah. the time. He had like three to five seconds. Like yeah. he lined he him took up. Took aim. That's interesting. He, d- he deliberately I made did it. it. I, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't because think about it. He missed. The dude insulted his wife. In the yeah. Papers. But not only did he miss, now I could say forever, you lost a duel to me, do you want to lose again? And it's, I hold that over you forever. Well, that's, you could that's kill him revenge. and hold that over him forever, too. Yeah, but how did that work out for him? Yeah, you may have to duel him again. I won once already. He can't aim. <laughs> yeah, but next time his cheating gun may Next work. time I get, I get first shot. How do we know he cheated? The gun has a, you could see the trigger. They've, they've looked at the gun. But is that like a known rule? He just modified the gun. That's to, fucked up. To be quicker, right? He can't modify the gun. Yeah, he had like, ha- Hamil- uh, Burr's gun had like the regular 10 pounds of force needed right, but to pull the trigger. Right, but who says you need 10 pounds of force in a duel? Duel's a duel. Look, it was like a jerry-rigged hair trigger they, thing. It's a set of sure. pistols. They're supposed to be identical pistols. Oh, they're supposed to be identical. Yes. Okay, I see. Yeah, so he's, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like everybody's bringing their own weapon. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I get it, I get it. Have you ever, like, challenged someone to a duel or, like, held a grudge that long? Dueled? No, I can't not- I've ever dueled. <laughs> I, I, well, I guess the modern equivalent would challenge fight? someone to a fight, right? I guess. Um, it's not to the death. <laughs> um, not, not really. I, I've lived a, a charmed life. Okay. Yeah. Are you a duelist? I've challenged people to one-on-one fights. You'll 1v1 me. <laughs> You've had one-on-one fights, too. I have had some. A few. I, I'm a man who has held a grudge for a long I mean, time. I've been in fights, but it wasn't like... Uh, calling someone I'm out. I'm calling... Yeah, we yeah. need to meet yeah. here now. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. like... No, it's always, like, random. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
This was a in the crime moment. of passion. It's <laughs> <laughs> not premeditated duel. Ant was going, that's my penguin. <laughs> For some reason, I turned Ant into a cockney guy. In Antarctica. Yeah. From 1910. <laughs> <laughs> but I've held a grudge before and, you know, yeah, had yeah. some fisticuffs. Yeah, a few times. Yeah. yeah. Want to talk about... Uh, it's your story. Should we? What right? You, what do you want to talk about? When I showed up at the party. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you've done this so much that I didn't know what I wasn't time sure. I you were referencing. Enough. I thought it was when you made the guy drink piss. Right. That's what I thought he was Oh, no, that wasn't even a duel. Oh, that was kind of a duel, yeah. Mean, yeah, <laughs> you've dueled multiple times in your life. Uh, Ryan's a duelist. <laughs> yeah. He's like Harvey Keitel. <laughs> uh, or Aaron Burr. He, so, yeah, I guess what Brian's getting at now, this time is we have this friend. Wow, he is like Aaron Burr. Who, you moved, duel a lot. He moved to Thailand. You're shunned. Nobody likes you when you live in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> he moved to Thailand, and before he left, he decided to brutally insult Brian. Call him like a piece of shit who smells mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, a bunch of random insults. Yeah. Yeah. And me and this guy never really liked each other, but it was tolerated at right, best. But he knew he was yeah. moving away, and Brian couldn't do anything about it. Yep. <laughs> so he took this opportunity to slander you publicly. Yes. Bad move. And I said, eventually you will be back on Staten Island. And when you return, I'm punching you in the face. <laughs> this is quite noble. I, I, it's a noble vengeance. Now, it's like the rage of Achilles. I don't know how he figured it out. Go ahead. What'd you do? It's, yeah. So years went by. Years. Years. I waited years yeah. for Sat my moment. And there was one day where all you guys were at a party. Yes. And it was July 3rd. Yeah. July 3rd. Because the next day was the 4th, was the 4th of, July. of July party. Okay. And you guys were all there drunk. I was not invited because mm -hmm. this person doesn't like me either. Oh, I was sober. You were sober. I remember this vividly. You were very drunk. I remember this. I, I, remember, I, when you, I remember when you saw me show up. Yes. It dawned on you why I was there. because I, I was, was happy to see you. At first. And then I was like, oh, no. I, I think we all had the same reaction because yeah. <laughs> he walked in with a big smile. And I was like, oh, Brian's here. Great. Yeah. Hey, Brian. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and eventually I, I got the guy alone in the party. He wasn't alone. Well, he was surrounded. <laughs> he was surrounded with people. No, I had got him alone and then you guys showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and I basically was like. Step outside, fight me like a man, let's square up and do this. Yeah. Wouldn't do it. Like, he would not it. square up, which to me is the most bitch-ass thing. Because mm. right. if someone is challenging your manhood and saying, fight right. me one-on-one -on -one like a man. And he, he was well aware that you had this vendetta. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Like, the, the promise was made. Mm -hmm. And he would not just fight me. So I punched him in the face, <laughs> yep. and then he like kind of charged at me, and I got a couple of shots in knees, and, and you pulled me away. I, that's not how I remember it. Well, you were drunk. I remember you punched him. He kind of ate it and was just like, okay. No. And you were like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, you were very drunk. You don't remember this at all. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't there to see it. So I punched him. Uh-huh. And then he kind of like charged at me like this, like both hands down. That's yeah. not a good way to fight. Not and a good as way. he was doing that, I just kept like landing shots, but it, I couldn't really get close. Uh -huh. And I hit a couple of body knees. Right. And then you grabbed me and, and pulled the girl, me the girl away. Said, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. There's a girl there. What the fuck is wrong with you? Get the fuck out of here! And I was Your like, "Your only reply should have been vengeance." I, I, all I did was I said, "I'm good. 
I was done. Yes. Anna was satisfied. There was Anna no was there was no rage in what I did no. either. It was, it was cold, just cold and calculated. It was business. This must yes. be done. Yes. I made the promise. <laughs> Fitting to the episode. Cold as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, Honor was satisfied. Yeah, and you peacefully left. The I left the party. party. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm good, yeah. and I was done. Yeah. We hung out after, like all of us. Yeah, just laughed at it. It was wild. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I held that grudge. How long would you say it was? Yeah, at least three years. Yeah. Right. At least. Yeah. Minimum. I would, if I hadn't done that, I'd still be waiting. Sure. And he was, he was back like, to the island a few times, like before then, I believe. And you just never well, ran Brian, into him. He came. He was at my house once. This guy. Yeah, we were hanging out, and Brian found out I don't know how that he was there, and all of a sudden I walk out of my house, and Brian's hiding in my bushes. <laughs> I'm like, Brian, what are you doing? He's like, I know he's in there, and when he comes out, I'm going to get him. And I said, You can't do this. You have to leave. And he did, thankfully. So he just waited some more. Waited. So had, had, had to be like a year between yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it was way longer. Yeah. It was like two or three years after that. <laughs> I waited a long time to get my vengeance. <laughs> You're a sick man. Love it. I go by Russell Crowe rules. If he had gone out to like smoke a cigarette and you were in the bushes, you would just would have attacked. I would have just grabbed him. <laughs> it would have been like it would have been like you know in like a Batman movie with like the swear to me. Yeah, I would have pulled him up. <laughs> Do you remember uh, when somebody stole a substantial amount of money from you? Do you remember this? Oh, you want to tell the other story? The other one. Uh, you want to shoot all our... All right, we started. No, we don't have to shoot all... I just found this one to be extremely funny <laughs> just because of what, how you went about it. Because it was it was quick. It wasn't, I wouldn't even call it a real fight. But oh, the ninja. The ninja, the ninja st story. Wait, do you want to do the ninja story? story? Do you want to do the ninja story? I'll we started it. it. We started it. All right. So it, the year was 2012. I, I was working at <laughs> I was working at an Outback Steakhouse. In, in defense of being a maniac, I think my 20s were very rough, but I definitely think I've matured and settled down in my 30s. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, uh, is your wife, does she know the ninja story? She knows the ninja story. Ninja story I'm ninja, proud ninja of. Ninja story is <laughs> fucking amazing. There's few stories where I'm not proud of my actions, <laughs> which maybe I'm not as mature as I thought I was like a second ago. But I... Won the Super Bowl like pool with the boxes, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like my numbers came up at the end when the Giants big winner when the, the Giants beat yeah, the Patriots of the Super Bowl pick boxes. for good for, amount of money for my Outback Steakhouse where I was working at the time. What? I think it was five hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. It's five hundred bucks. Yeah. Yes, I was very excited. Mm -hmm. And at this point, it's two thousand twelve. How old am I? I have to be 30, uh, 24? I'm twenty three, twenty four around yeah. there. Yeah. I'm younger, um, and I win. And I show up the next day. I'm like, hey, my numbers came up. Give me my money. The guy's like, I don't have it right now. I'm like, okay, fine. The guy running the pool. The guy running the pool. He doesn't have it. He's Ta a waiter at the He's outback. a waiter there, too, at the Outback. Time goes by. I still don't have it. It keeps coming. Eventually, Days, we're talking about. Weeks. weeks Even eventually, we get to the point where it's now March. The Super Bowl was at the beginning of February. Mm-hmm. I go to the guy. I'm like, look, I've given you plenty of time. If I don't have my money by this date, I'm beating the shit out of you. <laughs> now, this guy, he was a drug addict, right? Yeah. He was a drug addict. Yeah. And it was suspected that he put all the money up his nose. Right. And I was like, 
I was like, okay. You got it. You got it. The only thing you could do. How much did you buy in for? If, if you remember. Uh, 20 to 50 bucks in that range. Mm-hmm. I you couldn't. Won, you won 500. And I was going yeah. to tip him. You're going to give him a cut. Typically, when you win those pools, you give the, the perf- guy who the ran host. it. A, you give him a cut. You know, you give him like a tip. I would have given him like nice. 50 bucks. Sure. Which he didn't do anything other than collect the money, you know, mm-hmm. but good for him. He made a little money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the day comes and it is now time for me to extract payment, extract yeah. payment. Yeah. And I'm in the bathroom at work and he comes up to me. He's all scared. And he you told him today's the day you better have. No, well, he knew. I think it was like by March 4th. It was right. like, if I have my money so by March 4th, you're done. Because <laughs> that was exactly a so month now it's March 4th. March 4th. And I'm in the bathroom at work, and it's the day he knows it's coming. And he comes up to me and he's like, I don't have it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I could give you some. I'm like, I don't want some. I want it all. Is this like a Weasley guy? Is he a tough guy? He's taller than me, slender. Well, yeah. He's Weasley. He was Weasley. He's Weasley, but he's taller than me. He's a junkie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're bullying a junkie. Yeah. (laughs) But he he didn't look like a junkie. Oh, yeah? He looks like a typical Staten Average. Island junkie where they look like a normal person. You mm. know, they're hooked on oh. Percocet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't talk I'm like take that. take a nap on his table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he spoke like a regular person. <laughs> Brian called me up that day to hang out, and he didn't tell me what was happening. He just said, come, come hang out with me. I know I was there. Yep. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so was the next guy I would beat up, too. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I get in the car. And uh, I think you're in the car. Well, good. tell the plan yeah. before you get to that. So my plan was I got out before him at work. Mm-hmm. I was going to wait in the parking lot. You did not want to lose your job. Okay. I didn't want to lose my job. Nope. I was going to wait in the parking lot dressed like a, a ninja, all in black, black ski mask, <laughs> black gloves, black pants, black hoodie, all black everything. You would not be able to tell my identity. Other than his shape. <laughs> <laughs> and eyes. <laughs> but you would have no proof. It could be anybody under that ninja mask. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to wait in my car for him to get out of work and then attack him. What Brian is failing to mention is that he also told everyone who works at the Outback Steakhouse and that he was going to do this. Yeah. Well, everybody knew. Everyone yeah. knew what was happening. In fact, when we, when we get in the car, Brian, you tell us this plan. You're dressed as the ninja already. <laughs> We go to wait next door, which there was in a Friday Fridays. and a Friday. Well, I, I actually remember this. Um, yeah. He called us to meet him and we <laughs> pull up in the parking lot and we call Brian. Where are you? And he's like, I'm in that car in the back of the lot. And he's parked his car way in the back, like far from the, the Outback Steakhouse's front door. And just sitting silently in his car with lights off. And he's dressed as a ninja. And we get in the car and we're like, what the fuck is happening? And he goes, I just need you guys to back me up if anything goes wrong. <laughs> so we're like, okay. And we just say yes. Yeah. Now we're like, okay, well, when is he going to come out? When are you going to fight him? Four hours. Like, we're not sitting here for four hours, Brian. Are you out of your fucking mind? So now me and Beaver go and sit in Fridays Friday. and start drinking. <laughs> So now we're sitting by the window, watching the door, watching Brian's car. We got to explain one by one as the as it gets later and later. The employees of Outback Steakhouse come t- 
tumbling into the Fridays, they sit next to us and start drinking as well and now watching the window waiting for Brian. To Let's make explain it. this window. It's not a regular small window. Right. It's the entire wall. So now it's a massive window yeah, massive with window. four tables waiting for this to happen. Yeah, there's a TGI Fridays are now back next to each other. And now the entire Fridays, all of the patrons in there are... Like Outback employees, Outback employees, or ex Outback employees that are now at Fridays that know this guy. Yes. Mm -hmm. everybody wants to watch me beat this guy up. Yep, they all There's hate a crowd. This guy. There's a massive crowd. He and stole everyone's money. Everyone's glued to the window, and then all of a sudden, the guy comes out. <laughs> so go ahead. All right. So the guy comes out, and I go up to him, and I use his name. I'm just going to call him Pete for this, but mm -hmm. that's not his name. And I'm like, "Hey, Pete." <laughs> Come here, fight me. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not fighting you. And he tries to run away. He turns and He runs. turns and like does like a jog walk. Tries to get back into Outback. And he tries to get back. And the to-go door is locked. And he goes to the front door. He made the front door, yeah. And he, he gets his hands Grab on the metal bars. Yes. And I grab him from behind. <laughs> and... He, I pull him, and he's up in the air right. like yeah. Superman, mm -hmm. holding onto the bars. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I yank him away. At this point, the manager of Outback. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> no, I, that, at this point, I run out. So I pull him back, and I get him in like a rear naked choke. You're choking him. And choking I'm choking him. him, and I'm all dressed in black. <laughs> and I, I run up to you. Well, no. You said, no, I, I heard this happening. That's why I remember this vividly. Because you said, back me up. So I ran out in case somebody else was there. Nobody else was there besides... Your manager, who was saying something very specific, if you don't remember. And was also having sex with the guy. Having sex yeah, with the guy. Yeah, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Do you remember what she was saying? Brian, get off him, Brian. And she's pulling on my mask. <laughs> like he's a superhero. Yeah. He's choking this guy out and go, he's fucking choking me. <laughs> and I'm choking him as I'm doing it. And she pulls the mask off. Yeah. And now I'm unmasked. You're revealed. It's like Spider-Man's identity has been seen. On the subway, on that train. I am ninja no more. <laughs> so so I let go, and I point at him. I go, I want my fucking money, Pete. And, and you run away into the night. And I run away into the night, grab my ski mask, and I disappear all in black. Now there's a postscript. Now, <laughs> you guys went back into... Yeah, we, we kept drinking with everyone. Yeah. Now, what was the reaction? Everyone was happy. Everyone was so cracking happy. up. We were, we're laughing. laughing. Yeah. They're like, this is the greatest day yeah. of our lives. <laughs> I was a hero. Yeah. 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 You were a hero to them. Yeah. 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 They so, all hated this guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm looking at my schedule for work and I'm supposed to come in. This was like a Friday or Saturday. I'm supposed to come in that Monday. And I see all my days are gone. I'm off the schedule. <laughs> I'm like, I can't imagine what why. I'm like, well, why? And I and I, I nobody saw me. I, I call up. Did you guys hear about a ninja attack? I call up and I'm like, why am I, why am I off the schedule? I don't understand this. And they're like, well, you need to come in and talk to the general manager about that. It was the assistant manager that had pulled my mask mm -hmm. off and all this. And I'm like, okay. So the employees are like, you got fired, but here's what we're going to do. We know that he's sleeping with the assistant manager, and that's the real reason you got in trouble. So we're going to follow them tonight with you, and we're going to try to get evidence. Who is telling you this? The other employees, because oh. no one wanted me fired. Because you're a man yeah, of the people. Yeah. I'm a man of the people. I'm the yeah. hero. The Vox right. Populi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. 
Let's do it. So we follow them around all night, uh-huh. waiting for them. <laughs> now you're being spies. Now you're stalking. <laughs> and we like we at one point we call the cops. We're like, yeah, I think they have pills in their car, and we gave them the license plate. Oh, and we were trying to like get them oh, busted shit. and like really fuck their shit up. Right. So you, now he's out to ruin lives. Yeah. yeah. Well, I need my job back. <laughs> yeah. So for a matter of five hundred dollars. <laughs> so a matter of honor at this point. Eventually, I uh, I show back up to work. I have my meeting with the general manager, mm-hmm. and I bring a blank DVD with me. Just a disc. Just a disc. And I pull off the greatest move of my life. You're so proud of this. Oh, my so, God. So I, I come in. What a ruse. I come in, and I'm like, hello, uh, why am I off the schedule? And she's like, well, you know what you did. I You're go, the ninja. I'm like, what did I do? She goes, come on, you know. I'm like, I really don't know. And they play the video. They have security camera footage. Yeah. Uh, it's me just choking this guy. And I'm like, that wasn't me. And they're like, if that's not you, then we need to get the cops involved. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, you got me. It's me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo. I should have good. I should have played it a little differently, but I changed things around. And I go. Okay, you got me. I'm fired. I can accept that. However, if I do, if my following demands are not met, I'm going to bring everybody in this establishment down. <laughs> I go, number one, it is. It will be known to the police and others that there was illegal gambling happening in this establishment, mm-hmm. and I will bring that up to them. I will tell corporate. Ah, nice. They're more scared of corporate. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I pull out a disc and I go, on this disc, I have proof that the two of them are living together and you have an assistant manager sleeping with an employee, uh-huh. which is illegal in like a lot of corporate restaurants. Oh, they hate that. They yeah, hate yeah. that. And as GM, you know, and I was like, they're living together and I have proof on this disc. And it's just a ball face lie. Complete lie. Nothing it's on blank. the disc, right? <laughs> and I put it down. I say, you could keep that. I have copies. Great move. <laughs> they pop it and nothing's there. That's a great there. fucking move. I'm like, and here are the demands I want. I want my $500 in cash. Won. Yeah. Yep. I, I want my $500. I want a good recommendation when I go for other jobs. And I want to be able to collect unemployment. So I want this to go down as a layoff and not like a firing. A firing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And the manager's like shaking because she knows. Like I was like, I will burn the establishment to the down ground. You will lose your job. Restaurant general managers live in perpetual fear. Yeah. Yes, they are terrified of corporate, and they think they're going to lose their jobs. Well, because most of their them, lives are flimsy. Well, they are generally, you know, people that have failed at other things, and now they're general managers at a casual dining restaurant. Not yes. to take anything away from casual dining restaurant managers. It's but a that's, job. It's what they do. It's a job, and it's a right. rough job, and you're not secure. Right. These are people yeah. that are usually in their late 30s. To they early get, uh, like, she was in her 40s to 50s, yeah. you know? They get it's like moved this around a lot. Yeah. They're, they're moved around a lot. And they're, they're so easily fired replaced. and replaced. Yeah. Or transferred, yeah. you know? Like, right. so she's terrified. And I'm like, this is what I want. And if I do not get this, mm-hmm. I'm bringing everything down. I want my money by this time next Monday. And I want my filing to go through. <laughs> I show up next Monday. I get my last check, $500 cash. 
I go, thank you very much. Have a nice life. Have a nice life. Nice. And I collect unemployment. Nice. <laughs> and then I... Did you get the recommendation? I got hired at other places after right. that. Mm -hmm. And eventually, you know, I used that money and other things like that led to me making my first movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's great. Fucking so, ninja. Fucking ninja story. I was not expecting to drop the ninja story today. That's <laughs> a classic you Brian dueling. Yes. You mentioned dueling. I'm a man, a, who a man who holds honor. a grudge. Yes. Man of honor. Trust me, if I see the breast guy again, he's on the fucking list. <laughs> the guy who said something guy. to my wife. Oh. At the wedding? Oh, I got it. No, not Colonel Sanders. I love him. That's my favorite breast guy. <laughs> what, was that? what was it? Meatloaf in uh, Fight Club? Bob, Bob is bitch Bob, tits. <laughs> so it's that time of the episode where we make our picks for the next yeah. movies we're going to watch. I will go first. Okay. okay. The next movie we are going to watch is Midnight Express, but we are going to have a special guest. Mm -hmm. We are going to have none other than Brian Johnson from Tell Him Steve Dave, Comic Book Men. Nice. W great guy. That'll be Big next week. fan. That should next be next week. week. Right. Unless there's a scheduling conflict of some sort, but we are all On set video. to have him. On video, Brian Johnson, next week. Nice. Stay tuned. Nice. All right. What is uh, your pick, Steven? I want to do Troy. Now, when you say do Troy, do you mean the movie or you want to, like, fuck a guy? The man Troy. Troy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, the movie Troy. Brad Pitt, 2004. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's a that's a nice little uh, throwback. Sure. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I'm gonna go further back. It's high time we have Chuck Heston return to the show. Thank God. Yes. It's been too long. We need more Heston. It's been too fucking long. So we have the Sid, El Sid, El Sid. Yes. El Sid. Okay. Yes. A All classic. Right. Film. I've I've never seen it, so I'm excited. I watched it once with you years ago. Yeah. And I fucking loved that's it. That's the last time I've seen it. Oh, so this is gonna be nice. This is gonna uh, be yes. nice I've wanted to rewatch it too. Me too. So I'm very I'm, forward, I'm very excited for this slate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. All right, so you guys want to say goodbye? Bye. Thank you for listening. And watching. And watching. And watching. Ooh. I can add it now. Want to give a big thank you all for listening or watching to us. Uh, follow us on all social media, Reviewing History Pod, RView History Pod on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. Want to give a big thank you to Tell Him Steve, Dave, Walt. Come on down, buy some merch, visit the store. It's a cool place. Uh, follow me personally on all social media at Brian Rupert. That's with two P's. I have my letterbox where I rank or review every single movie I watch for the show and every movie I watch in my personal life. Come on down and uh, thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye.